Welcome to the All About Music podcast, where we will provide the best offerings about the world music in all parts of the world. In this 295th episode, we will take a deeper look at the history of the reggae genre that is widely liked by people in the world. What is the origin of the reggae genre that exists today? So instead of that, stay tuned with us in this episode. Reggae re, is a music genre that originated in Jamaica in the late 1960s. The term also denotes the modern popular music of Jamaica and its diaspora. A 1968 single by Toots and the Maytals, Do the Reggae, who was the first popular song to use the word a reggae, effectively naming the genre and introducing it to a global audience. While sometimes used in a broad sense to refer to most types of popular Jamaican dance music, the term reggae more properly denotes a particular music style that was strongly influenced by traditional mento as well as American jazz and rhythm and blues. Especially the New Orleans R&B practiced by Fats Domino and Alan Toussaint and evolved out of the earlier genres ska and rock steady. Reggae usually relates news, social gossip, and political commentary. Reggae spread into a commercialized jazz field, being known first as Rudy Blues, then Scott later, Blue Beat, and Rock Steady. It is instantly recognizable from the counterpoint between the bass and drum downbeat and the offbeat rhythm section. The immediate origins of reggae were in Scott and Rock Steady, from the latter. Reggae took over the use of the bass as a percussion instrument. Reggae is deeply linked to Rastafari, an Afrocentric religion which developed in Jamaica in the 1930s, aiming at promoting Pan-Africanism. Soon after the Rastafarian movement appeared, the international popularity of reggae music became associated with and increased the visibility of Rastafarianism spreading the Rastafari gospel throughout the world. Reggae music is an important means of transporting vital messages of Rastafarianism. The musician becomes the messenger, and as Rastafarians see it, the soldier and the musician are tools for change. Stylistically, reggae incorporates some of the musical elements of rhythm and blues, jazz, mento, a celebratory, rural folk form that served its largely rural audience as dance music and an alternative to the hymns and adapted shanties of local church singing, calypso, and also draws influence from traditional African folk rhythms. One of the most easily recognizable elements is offbeat rhythms, staccato chords played by a guitar or piano or both on the offbeats of the measure. The tempo of reggae is usually slower paced than both ska and rock steady. The concept of call and response can be found throughout reggae music. The genre of reggae music is led by the drum and bass. Some key players in this sound are Jackie Jackson from Toots and the Maytals, Carlton Barrett from Bob Marley and the Wailers, Lloyd Brevet from the Scatolites, Paul Douglas from Toots and the Maytals, Lloyd Nip from the Scatolites, Winston Brennan, Sly Dunbar, and Anthony Benbow, Creary from the Upsetters. The bass guitar often plays the dominant role in reggae. The bass sound in reggae is thick and heavy and equalized so the upper frequencies are removed and the lower frequencies emphasized. The guitar in reggae usually plays on the offbeat of the rhythm. 
It is common for reggae to be sung in Jamaican Patois, Jamaican English, and Ayaric dialects. Reggae is noted for its tradition of social criticism and religion in its lyrics. Although many reggae songs discuss lighter, more personal subjects, such as love and socializing, reggae has spread to many countries across the world, often incorporating local instruments and fusing with other genres. Reggae en Español spread from the Spanish-speaking Central American country of Panama to the mainland South American countries of Venezuela and Guyana then to the rest of South America. Caribbean music in the United Kingdom, including reggae, has been popular since the late 1960s and has evolved into several subgenres and fusions. Many reggae artists began their careers in the UK and there have been a number of European artists and bands drawing their inspiration directly from Jamaica and the Caribbean community in Europe. Reggae in Africa was boosted by the visit of Bob Marley to Zimbabwe in 1980. In Jamaica, authentic reggae is one of the biggest sources of income. The 1967 edition of the Dictionary of Jamaican English lists reggae as a recently established SP. Rig, as in rig, a word that can mean either rags, ragged clothing, or a quarrel, a row. Reggae as a musical term first appeared in print with the 1968 rock steady hit Do the Reggae by the Maytals, which named the genre of reggae for the world. Reggae historian Steve Barrow credits Clancy Eccles with altering the Jamaican patois word strege, loose woman, into reggae. However, Toots Hibbert said there's a word we used to use in Jamaica called strege. If a girl is walking and the guys look at her and say, man, she's strege, it means she don't dress well. She look raggedy. The girls would say that about the men too. This one morning me and my two friends were playing and I said, okay man, let's do the reggae. It was just something that came out of my mouth. So we just start singing, do the reggae, do the reggae and created a beat. People tell me later that we had given the sound its name. Before that, people had called it Blue Beat and all kind of other things. Now it's in the Guinness World of Records. Bob Marley claimed that the word reggae came from a Spanish term for the king's music. The liner notes of To the King, a compilation of Christian gospel reggae, suggest that the word reggae was derived from the Latin reggae meaning to the king. Reggae's direct origins are in the ska and rocksteady of 1960s Jamaica. Strongly influenced by traditional Caribbean meno and calypso music, as well as American jazz and rhythm and blues. Ska was originally a generic title for Jamaican music recorded between 1961 and 1967 and emerged from Jamaican R&B, which was based largely on American R&B and doo-wop. Rastafari entered some countries primarily through reggae music, thus the movement in these places is more stamped by its origins in reggae music and social milieu. The Rastafari movement was a significant influence on reggae, with Rasta drummers like Count Ossie taking part in seminal recordings. One of the predecessors of reggae drumming is the Nyabingi rhythm, a style of ritual drumming performed as a communal meditative practice in the Rastafarian life. In the latter half of the 20th century, phonograph records became of central importance to the Jamaican music industry, playing a significant cultural and economic role in the development of reggae music in the early 1950s. 
Jamaican entrepreneurs began issuing 78s but this format would soon be superseded by the 7 inches single first released in 1949. In 1951 the first recordings of Mento music were released as singles and showcased two styles of Mento, an acoustic rural style, and a jazzy pop style. Other 7 inches singles to appear in Jamaica around this time were covers of popular American R&B hits made by Kingston sound system operators to be played at public dances. Meanwhile, Jamaican expatriates started issuing 45s on small independent labels in the United Kingdom, many mastered directly from Jamaican 45s. Scott arose in Jamaican studios in the late 1950s, developing from this mix of American R&B, Menno and Calypso music. Notable for its jazz-influenced horn riffs, ska is characterized by a quarter-note walking bass line guitar and piano offbeats and a drum pattern with cross-stick snare and bass drum on the backbeat and open hi-hat on the offbeats. When Jamaica gained independence in 1962, ska became the music of choice for young Jamaicans seeking music that was their own. Ska also became popular among mods in Britain. In the mid-1960s, ska gave rise to rocksteady, a genre slower than ska featuring more romantic lyrics and less prominent horns. Theories abound as to why Jamaican musicians slowed the ska tempo to create rock steady. One is that the singer Hopeton Lewis was unable to sing his hit song Take It Easy at a ska tempo. The name rock steady was codified after the release of a single by Alton Ellis. Many rock steady rhythms later were used as the basis of reggae recordings, whose slower tempos allowed for the double skank guitar strokes on the offbeat. Reggae developed from ska and rocksteady in the late 1960s. Larry and Alvin's Nanny Goat and the Beltones No More Heartaches were among the songs in the genre. The beat was distinctive from rocksteady in that it dropped any of the pretensions to the smooth soulful sound that characterized slick American R&B, and instead was closer in kinship to U.S. Southern funk being heavily dependent on the rhythm section to drive it along. Reggae's great advantage was its almost limitless flexibility, from the early jerky sound of Lee Perry's People Funny Boy to the uptown sounds of Third World's Now That We've Found Love, it was an enormous leap through the years in styles. Yet both are instantly recognizable as reggae. The shift from rock steady to reggae was illustrated by the organ shuffle pioneered by Jamaican musicians like Jackie Mitu and Winston Wright and featured in transitional singles Say What You're Saying, 1968 by Eric Monty, Morris and People Funny Boy, 1968 by Lee Scratch Perry. Early 1968 was when the first bona fide reggae records were released, Nanny Goat by Larry Marshall and No More Heartaches by The Beltones. That same year, the newest Jamaican sound began to spawn big-name imitators in other countries. American artist Johnny Nash's 1968 hit, Hold Me Tight, has been credited with first putting reggae in the American listener charts. Around the same time, reggae influences were starting to surface in rock and pop music, one example being 1968's Obladee, Obladee by The Beatles. 
The Whalers, a band started by Bob Marley, Peter Tosh and Bunny Whaler in 1963, is perhaps the most recognized band that made the transition through all three stages of early Jamaican popular music, ska, rocksteady and reggae. Over a dozen Whalers songs are based on or use a line from Jamaican Menno songs. Other significant ska artists who made the leap to reggae include Prince Buster, Desmond Decker, Ken Booth, and Millie Small, best known for her 1964 Blue Beat ska cover version of My Boy Lollipop, which was a smash hit internationally. Notable Jamaican producers influential in the development of ska into rocksteady and reggae include Cox and Dodd, Lee, Scratch, Perry, Leslie Kong, Duke Reed, Joe Gibbs, and King Tubby. Chris Blackwell, who founded Island Records in Jamaica in 1960, relocated to England in 1962, where he continued to promote Jamaican music. He formed a partnership with Lee Gothel's Trojan Records in 1968, which released reggae in the UK until bought by Saga Records in 1974. Reggae's influence bubbled to the top of the US. Billboard Hot 100 charts in late 1972. First Redog Night hit number one in September with a cover of the Maytones version of Black and White. Then Johnny Nash was at No. One for four weeks in November with I Can See Clearly Now. Paul Simon's single, Mother and Child Reunion, a track which he recorded in Kingston. Jamaica with Jimmy Cliff's backing group was ranked by Billboard as the number 57 song of 1972. In 1973, the film The Harder They Come starring Jimmy Cliff was released and introduced Jamaican music to cinema audiences outside Jamaica. Though the film achieved cult status its limited appeal meant that it had a smaller impact than Eric Clapton's 1974 cover of Bob Marley's I Shot the Sheriff which made it onto the playlists of mainstream rock and pop radio stations worldwide. Clapton's I Shot the Sheriff used modern rock production and recording techniques and faithfully retained most of the original reggae elements. It was a breakthrough pastiche devoid of any parody and played an important part in bringing the music of Bob Marley to a wider rock audience. By the mid-1970s, authentic reggae dub plates and specials were getting some exposure in the UK on John Peel's radio show, who promoted the genre for the rest of his career. Around the same time, British filmmaker Jeremy Amar documented the Jamaican music scene in Roots Rock Reggae, capturing the heyday of Roots Reggae. While the quality of reggae records produced in Jamaica took a turn for the worse following the oil crisis of the 1970s reggae produced elsewhere began to flourish. In the late 1970s and early 1980s, the UK punk rock scene flourished and reggae was a notable influence. The DJ Don Leth would play reggae and punk tracks at clubs such as the Roxy. Punk bands such as The Clash, The Ruts. The members and the Slits played many reggae-influenced songs. Around the same time, reggae music took a new path in the UK. One that was created by the multiracial makeup of England's inner cities and exemplified by groups like Steel Pulse, Aswad and UB40, as well as artists such as Smiley Culture and Carol Thompson. The Jamaican ghetto themes in the lyrics were replaced with UK inner-city themes and Jamaican patois became intermingled with Cockney slang. In South London around this time, a new subgenre of lovers rock was being created, 
Unlike the Jamaican music of the same name which was mainly dominated by male artists such as Gregory Isaacs, the South London genre was led by female singers like Thompson and Janet Kay. The UK lovers' rock had a softer and more commercial sound. Other reggae artists who enjoyed international appeal in the early 1980s include Third World Black Uhuru and Sugar Minute. The Grammy Awards introduced the Grammy Award for Best Reggae Album category in 1985. Women also play a role in the reggae music industry personnel such as Olivia Grange, President of Spex Sheng Musique Trish Farrell, President of Ireland, Jamaica, Lisa Cortez, President of Loose Cannon, Jamaican-American Sharon Gordon, who has worked in the independent reggae music industry. Jamaican Prime Minister Bruce Golding made February 2008 the first annual Reggae Month in Jamaica. To celebrate, the Recording Industry Association of Jamaica, RIA Jam, held its first Reggae Academy Awards on 24 February 2008. In addition, Reggae Month included a six-day global reggae conference, a reggae film festival, two radio station award functions, and a concert tribute to the late Dennis Brown, who Bob Marley cited as his favorite singer. On the business side, RIA Jam held events focused on reggae's employment opportunities and potential international revenue. Reggae Month 2019 in Jamaica was welcomed with multiple events ranging from corporate reggae functions to major celebrations in honor of Bob Marley's birthday on the 6th of February to a tribute concert in honor of Dennis Brown on the 24th of February along with a sold-out concert by 2019 reggae Grammy-nominated artiste protege for his A Matter of Time live held at Hope Gardens in Kingston on the 23rd of February. In November 2018, Reggae Music of Jamaica was added to the UNESCO's representative list of the intangible cultural heritage of humanity. The decision recognized reggae's contribution to international discourse on issues of injustice, resistance, love and humanity underscores the dynamics of the element as being at once cerebral, socio-political, sensual and spiritual. That's a summary that that we can give about reggae genre. We apologize if there are deficiencies or mistakes in the words we say. Don't forget to follow and share with your friends if we are here. Thank you and see you in the next episode.